been a long time since we last talked. I don't even remember when we last saw each other in person. It's been a while, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm so in tune with your life because I watch all of your Instagram yeah. stories. You know, uh, it's funny. Be- yeah, because um, that's the thing with like Instagram, right? Like I remember meeting a friend, not, not a friend even, like someone like a friend of a friend um, yeah. on Saturday. And I think I saw her for the first time since 2014. Wow. Like so long ago. <laughs> and I was like, hey, good to see you. And 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 I was like, well, you know, we don't need to catch up because like I like we see each other's stories all the time. So I'm very up to date. Yeah. What's happening in your life? Yeah. So I and like you, to, yeah. You know what the other person looks like because if you post enough selfies, yeah, you can right. know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were going to go to Kitsilano and eat at the Vietnamese restaurant. Like I've been yes. dropping that idea for a long time and then I've just <laughs> never followed up. You should do it. <laughs> Inflation, man. Inflation. We can't, can't afford to eat out that much. <laughs> we have, I mean, that's the thing. Like we have a, um, a, a long list of places we want to check out that place yeah. uh mr red cafe did i talk to you about that yeah that's well? the yeah. one yeah that's that's the one okay yes yeah yeah um and then there's like a bunch of singaporean restaurants that i really yes. want to go to but since you know the pandemic a couple of them have already closed down so it's yeah. like wait who's still open yeah like the last restaurant standing hopefully yeah. the the best one is like the one that's standing not the you know the one with like the most money which you know <laughs> could be i mean i'm looking for bubble tea places that are under six dollars and that's like that's like hard like you have to really is is it so i don't drink bubble tea all the time or like you know i, I think i only i've only had like bubble yeah tea like gongcha i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's is it more than six dollars usually yeah if you get yeah. all the added like the toppings oh, okay. and yeah. some like That's, a fancier tea yeah. like if That's you don't insane. get the earl gray which is the most popular one the cheap oh, okay. one then yeah. it could easily be like sometimes eight dollars too depending oh, on wow. what it That's is a lot <laughs> yeah so you have to go to like the hidden mom and pop shops that are still like cash only yeah. and maybe you'll get it for under six yeah because they're not play, paying gst or pst so <laughs> they pass on the benefit to the customer i'm, I'm very do. much in favor of that yeah yeah we won't rat on them yeah. totally fine with me it's like the original don't tread on me you know yeah 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 what about <laughs> negronis have they become more expensive Oh, yeah yeah i think yes and no i think the thing with negronis is um it's it's like a scale right like it, the more mm. expensive it is it tends to be better but no, that's not always the case um but i'm very skeptical of very cheap negronis mm. because that means you're drinking like you know half a cup of ice um, <laughs> <laughs> so um it's and like, not a bad thing in the heat wave. It's not a bad thing. And the thing is, I remember, you know, talking with a friend and we went to this like comedy show and um, I got a Negroni uh, because, you know, it was usually what I get. And she got something else and she was complaining that her cocktail was like really bad. And she was like, How, how's your Negroni? Yeah. It was like, I was like, yeah, it's terrible, but it's drinkable. And I'll drink <laughs> it's it. It's drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't really mad about it because like, if I want a good Negroni, I can make it at home yeah and um and i've you know i get it outside because i just like the you know just the atmosphere. something yeah, yeah like the atmosphere like drinking a negroni at a yeah. place right yeah um like 
you know, I don't go to a comedy show expecting like a great Negroni. Like, oh my God, <laughs> this is what I came for. Um, so I'm not upset if I get like a really bad Negroni, but yeah, yeah. inflation has been pretty bad. You've noticed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now it's like $15 for like even wow. like, a, like it's insane. I remember, wasn't it? Uh, once we went to um, see that Beatles movie. Yeah. Right. And then we went oh, to yeah, that yeah. Italian restaurant. Italian place. Novo yeah. Pizzeria. Yeah. Wasn't the Negroni only like $10 then or something? Yeah, it was very cheap, but it was also a long time ago. I think it's like oh yeah, at least five years ago. <laughs> We've known each other for that long. <laughs> We've known each other since, uh, I want to say 2013. It'll, yeah, it's almost 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, because like the podcast, like I, you know, it's, that was around um yeah 2013 right wow and we were both in like undergrad yeah so yeah the podcast was cool before podcasting was cool <laughs> yes that was like one of the original <laughs> the ogs the ogs <laughs> of podcasting yeah maybe they should have had like a negroni sipping kind of um, episode once in a while there you go that it yeah <laughs> maybe that's why it was missing it's too academic. <laughs> it's too academic. Could be. I mean, it's like, you know, like uh, academic sipping Negronis. I think that could yeah, be an yeah. interesting concept for a uh, for yeah. a podcast. I'm trying to get like yeah. a philosophy theme podcast episode. But do you need to be like kind of drunk or high? Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like a little relaxed in order to make that fun. You enjoy Otherwise, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about philosophy. Um, I wanted to hear about your recent trip to <laughs> Uruguay and Argentina. I don't yes. even know. Did I pronounce that right? Uruguay? Uruguay? Yeah, Uruguay. Like, it, I don't even know Uruguay. how to pronounce it, right? Like, it's just, it depends on, yeah, how you say it. I feel like it's a really hard word to pronounce because of the use Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they roll their R? It's like Uruguay or Uruguay? That's actually, you know, one thing I didn't do was like ask an actual <laughs> Uruguayan if they speak. How do you how to pronounce? How do you the, pronounce the yeah. country? Uh, I never did that. <laughs> yeah, I was like watching your Instagram stories every day. I was so <laughs> jealous because yeah, originally we I was planning to come with you, mm-hmm. and then I had to make some sacrifices of my budget. Yeah. <laughs> so I got stuck. And at now home. you. And you're thinking now you will be going there at some yeah, point. Yeah, in January. Yeah. So not Uruguay, just Argentina. Just but Argentina, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to like live vicariously through you for now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll repeat that when you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we it's take coming turns. full circle. <laughs> you know, you got to capitalize on your traveling money. That's so you can true. spread the joy <laughs> of traveling. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you went at a good time too, because now all the airports are clogged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. People are like just mad. And I've heard so many horror stories. So, you, yeah. It's, I was you missed really all of lucky. that. Nothing. Yeah. Like all the flights were on time. Um, it was very smooth sailing. Um, so, I was really lucky that uh, I didn't run into any of, any of these issues for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What was your like expectation for the trip? Like, what was your uh, idea? Yeah, South America. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know I've never been to South America. This was my first time um, going there, right? So I really didn't know what to expect, and 
I feel like Argentina is also like when you read about it, like I watched a lot of TV shows just to like, you know, find out what to do. Um, and in that process, like, I, you know, the idea I got was like, it's much more different than any other place, even in mm. within South America, right? Like it's, oh, okay. it's like its own culture. It's like very different compared to, um, you know, other countries in South America, like, you know, whether it be Venezuela, Brazil, or Colombia, etc. One of the things that you will read about if you um, start reading like all the guidebooks, and definitely one of the things that you will notice once you go to, um, especially uh, once you arrive in Buenos Aires, is that the city like looks very European with like all this like old, you know, kind of Spanish architecture. Yeah. Um, so you almost forget that you're in South America. Hmm. So um, you feel like you're walking in, um, you know, I think I describe it as being kind of a, uh, like a rough version of Madrid or Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mexico City. I think and I Mexico City. Yeah. yeah. Like there's like, you know, the vibes are all there. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting that after reading about it, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. Like it's completely you know, even if you go there expecting something, it's you can mm. be surprised. Um, not just by the buildings or the culture, but also like the people who are like really friendly right. and the food that's really amazing and great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. What was like the most surprising thing for you? I guess in let's talk about Argentina first. With Argentina, and- I think the most surprising thing for me was the people. Like they they were mm. really friendly, really open um, mm-hmm. to tourists. I mean, not just because like, you know, you sometimes go somewhere and you're like in these like tourist kind of areas. And Mm -hmm. of course, like people are going to be nice to you because they're being paid to do that. (laughs) But um, even like, you know, random people you meet like at restaurants, even if they don't speak English and you don't speak Spanish. So you have that communication gap. um, They are really nice. They always want to help. They want to they're proud of their country. So they are worried that, you know, Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that you're going to have like a good opinion impression right right um, so they go out of their way to kind of help you see that and they'll like take you around to different places so uh, if you order something they'll say don't order that order this oh really the other restaurant um so <laughs> what wow oh yeah um so it's so that really surprised me and i think um i was surprised i surprised myself by how much i kind of ended up like liking argentina um mm-hmm. like you know, is it's one of those things when you travel, like you go to a place and you're like, oh, you know, I can actually like live here, right? Yeah, so yeah. I thought that for real, like seriously thought that when I was in Argentina because I just like love the mm-hmm. uh, the not just the culture, but yeah, like the people and like how social it is, the um, vibes, of the vibes, the like it's just yeah, everything kind of comes together, the history, yeah. um, the food, um. And everything just comes together to create this like really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. What about Uruguay? Was there anything that surprised mm. you there? Yeah, um, I was surprised by how quiet it was. Even though oh, okay. a lot of Argentinians warned me before I, um, because I, you know, before I went there, they're like, yeah, yeah well, like why are you even going there? Like it's so quiet. <laughs> like it's because there's you nothing said, to uh... do. The people are boring. Yeah. and uh, the most the interesting thing like you know so i was like well it's kind of great because i was in argentina for like three weeks so after that you know not sleeping 
uh, at night. Uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, a little bit of like, you know, quietness and yeah. rest and relaxation won't be bad. And I, so I took a ferry from Buenos Aires to uh, a city called, uh, I think it's called uh, Colonia in uh, Uruguay. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. from there, you had to take a bus to Montevideo, which is the capital. Okay. And I arrived at the bus station and I got an Uber and I was talking to the driver and I was telling him that, oh, you know, I just came from like Buenos Aires and people told me that uh, Uruguay is like very um, quiet and boring. It's like, and he was like completely opposite. Like, oh yeah, like, you know, we know how to live life, not like the Argentinians. <laughs> like, all the time, like, they're drunk and partying until like six in the morning. Um <laughs> so they they like it's even though they're so close together they have such a kind of cultural difference in the yeah. that how they like interact with others and things like that yeah. sounds um, like but, they're proud of their country too but yeah, for different things yeah 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 um and it, yeah it was very quiet like even on a friday night it's it's pretty um just uh yeah pretty pretty tame compared to like buenos aires where like it's just <laughs> party all the time right yeah <laughs> I think you posted that Uruguay only has what 2.5 million people and there are more cows than there are people there. Yeah. Do you see any cows? I, I saw a lot of cows. There's a lot, of, not just on the grill, like just, you know, actually, you know <laughs> not just the live. ones you eat, <laughs> not just the ones you eat. Yeah. Um, not just cows, but also sheep. And, oh, okay. And, so one of the good things about the bus ride, which is like three hours long from like Colonia to Montevideo and you pass through uh, the countryside, um, mm. and it's just like vast like you know a lot of land and emptiness um, and you see um, you know the farms and and you know at one point the bus stopped and I like looked you know at the view and it was just like a bunch of cows just staring at you um, so it's <laughs> it's <laughs> so, like a big know, farm everywhere <laughs> it's yeah it's like and it's I don't know why like the 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 grass even the grass is like well manicured like oh. everything's cut like evenly Wow. So you feel like, um, you know, when you're on mushrooms, you know, you see how like things like just perfectly evens out, but you'd feel that in Uruguay without being on mushrooms. So it was a pretty cool Interesting. experience. So I guess the farmers are really working hard to make sure that their fields yeah. are uh, good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what about the cows? Do they taste good too? Like I saw you eat a lot of steak. Yes. And some lamb. Um, some, lamb, some chorizo a lot of chorizo yeah um Ribs. so <laughs> so one thing I, I don't know why like it's just um i i was never a steak person i can you know i think i have mm. had steak maybe uh two three times before i went to argentina and then in argentina i was having the for lunch and dinner every day mm, almost wow. every day. yeah it was like a lot of steak um it's just because I, I don't know why, like the, the it tastes so good and it's hard mm. to explain, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like what they do to it. And because like when they cook it, they don't really do anything. To it. It's just salt and pepper on the grill, right? Maybe you don't want to know what they do with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I just made steak tonight and it was such a big disappointment. So I was like, yeah. oh, oh what else I try, this? that's the thing. Like when I try to make steak at home, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'll go and buy like, I don't know, like a $20 Angus you know, mm -hmm. patty or a steak, I mean, um, and I try to make it and it tastes like a rubber shoe, right? I know. It's, so, it's I'm like so overcooked. Like, why doesn't it taste like what they make? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but how, how would you describe the steak in, uh, in Uruguay? 
that makes it yeah. different. It's it like very different? chewy. Yeah, okay. like so in Uruguay, um, they have this thing called the um the asado. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like a one cut of meat. Uh, it's weird because like they use asado like to for different things. So like if you have a barbecue at your house, they will call it like an asado, right? But then it's also they also have this like one cut of the cow that they refers to as the asado, uh, mm-hmm. and it's very like um that's what you eat so you go to like a restaurant uh, and one thing that happened and you know i said like how people are friendly in argentina they're also friendly in uruguay yeah so i read about this like one steak place that was supposed to be good so on my mm-hmm. first day i dropped my bags off at the hotel and i walked down to this like mercado they had and i went inside and um i was ended up talking to like the one waiter who spoke english so we ended up just chatting for a bit nice and um and i asked him um about the steak and he was like he looked at me and he was like um you know like we had the second best asado in uruguay wow and I was like what's what's the first and then he was <laughs> like you know and he got his like card like the business card for his <laughs> restaurant like that place he worked at and he yeah. turned it around and he wrote down the name of another place and mm-hmm. it was like go here and i was wow. like okay. <laughs> you're like actually losing money just you know <laughs> sending customers to like the other spa right but then he was like so concerned because he wanted Mm-hmm. me to have like the best experience eating it right so and it's so like, honest too it's like yeah, yeah totally. we're the second best yeah usually the they would best. say we have the best that yeah. you can't find anywhere else yeah and it turns out like it was his, that was his favorite restaurant oh, so, okay interesting so did yeah. you go to the place he recommended or the one that yeah he, i did was it better it was so good <laughs> it's just <laughs> I I mean the thing is like it's always so big that I can't finish it but this one I literally wow. stayed for like I think at least three four hours just and to just finish like, <laughs> eating and then like you know stopping for a bit and then you go for round two like it's right, just, right. you're so delicious and yeah, yeah and no one's judging you no one's judging you because I'm there alone eating by myself with a bottle of wine um <laughs> just living my happiest life yeah and like i know i'm not gonna run into anyone i know right so it's just yeah Yeah. wow (laughs) it's the best experience yeah yeah what about the lamb the lamb yeah um so i had so i went down to patagonia in argentina and i Mm -hmm. went to this place town called bariloche which is a kind of like a very um kind of a um kind of like Whistler, like it's a very oh, okay. ski during the winter it's like a skiing right. kind of town but yeah. during the the summer months they have like a lot of hikes mm. um, it's in like the lake district in Patagonia so there's a lot okay. of beautiful lakes around uh, mm. glacier lakes and and so on and um and they're known for the Patagonian lamb which mm. is just you know grilled just... yeah with like some pepper and salt which is nothing else yeah um, and it's like yeah tastes so good <laughs> that's it's like simple ingredients simple food nothing yeah. complicated yeah. but the ingredients are so good so the food tastes amazing yeah next um, time if we get to go together or you get to go yeah. you should like look for cooking classes oh definitely like, like how do you guys make your steak what's the what's See, the that, secret yeah and that's why i think it's um it's hard to like replicate that here because you don't have the same quality of meat, right? Oh, okay. um, you think so? so? Like think, the breed of of uh, yeah. sheep and and cows are different. Probably. What um, but do they feed those cows? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to make it like so good, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, 
it's the food i mean not just the steak because they have other things like they have i mean uh, you've probably had empanadas be- before mm-hmm. um and they're everywhere in argentina oh, and really? like, don't people get tired of like eating this because like you see argentinians eating this like every day uh, <laughs> it's just like and it's, it's like a staple it's uh, a okay. yeah it's staple you have these cheap places where like you know you can get um like three empanadas for like 100 pesos which is like nothing mm. Right. Um, like less than a dollar I think like it's yeah. so cheap yeah um, so or it's like it's like tacos in Mexico oh basically yeah and yeah. so good yeah or if you go to Vietnam it's also a lot of places like people yeah. some people eat it every day for breakfast right so yeah. I imagine I'm, it's kind of similar in- right if it's good like why why not <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, they have this um, deep fried version so most empanadas in argentina are like mm-hmm. big but then okay. they have also the deep fried one which is really nice uh when you're drunk I so see. a lot of like late night play spots we'll have these like deep fried empanadas yeah. and you need that with some salsa or hot sauce that's that's like the perfect drunk food and yeah it's so cheap so you're not you know spending <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> i don't remember seeing a single salad in any of your travel photos oh no yeah <laughs> I think I made a point to get uh, a salad at this one place I went to in Buenos Aires called Peron Peron, which is also, um, you, you know, you should check it out when you go to Buenos Aires. It's a restaurant that's like paying homage to um, the Peronista, so like Eva Peron mm. and one Peron who's like, you know, her husband who became president. Um, and you have this like whole era of like Peronist politics, which still in Argentina, you have the legacy of that. Uh, right. with the current administration right yeah, um, yeah um so a lot of like you know it's they have a complicated legacy like you know they supported fascism in the early oh, okay. like, right after like world war ii but also like a populist like um you know she was okay. known to, for being you know someone from a poor background who mm-hmm. came to power but also like kind of tried to um give back to the poor right so it's like you have this like very complicated right it's kind it's, of gray. It's not black. It's or a white. very gray it's, area. Yeah. But a lot of yeah. like, uh, you know, you either like, if you ask Argentinians, they either love Eva Peron or they hate her mm. and her yeah. husband. Um, yeah. And so this restaurant, I only went because I thought it was a hilarious idea. This one place, you know, you go walk in and there's like a massive portrait of like Eva Peron and Juan Peron. Oh, wow. And all these like old like photos of them like making speeches. And there's like a, uh, you know as with any place you go to in Argentina there's a giant portrait of Maradona <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to avoid Maradona it's, it's he's everywhere um and <laughs> gotta make sure I know who that is before I go Otherwise, <laughs> <they're gonna> slap. <laughs> they might ask you when you land and if you don't know who Maradona is they might not let you in they're, they're, it's, it's yeah it's that like real. who is this guy is he famous <laughs> they'll be like get out of here <laughs> Yeah, he's everywhere. I mean, especially in Buenos Aires because he's from there. Um, oh, is people he? Okay. like love the guy. Like it's just you'll be walking through like you know random alleyways. Like we'll have his like graffiti on the wall. It's just hilarious. Um, and he's like, I mean, what I think about is how much pressure it was for this guy. Probably just like not wanting to let people down. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh my god, like you know you're the best. Yeah, yeah. He must have to must be pressured to keep making goals. It's like every yeah. match, he's like, "Oh, I gotta get like five in or something." Yeah. 
Yeah, and now like slowly, like Messi is like replacing him. So oh, right. uh, one thing you'll notice coming from the airport. So you have um, the airport when you land and then it's like a maybe 45 minute drive to, to the city, uh, yeah. to Buenos Aires. Um, so the road from the airport to the city will pass by the football stadium where the Argentinian oh. national team trains. Right. And it's and you will notice it because it's this massive thing. Uh, and, you know, like it's like a world class operation, like it looks so good. Right. <laughs> I mean, they probably like throw money at it like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then one weird thing you'll notice is all throughout the road, you have this balance of uh, Messi. Wow. So uh, Messi doing like in different poses, he's like holding the football in one uh, <laughs> banner. He's like, you know, posing in a different way in another wow. one. And then you get to the stadium and his like face is like plastered yeah. all around the stadium. And I'm like, just imagine like what his teammates feel like, like when they're coming <laughs> to like practice every day. It's People like, like Maria, who are also good. Yeah. Like, you know, they're like, oh my God, it's like a one man army. Like they don't even acknowledge the other people who are playing on the team. <laughs> so I found that like really hilarious. It's like, yeah. it's always like just one person. It's like Maradona or like. Or Messi. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have this like arguments like all people will be like Maradona is like the best player and then oh yeah like you can see it's like the best player um and it's so like it's hilarious to like watch that too like I'll just start an argument I'll be like yeah. who's best like Maradona or Messi and then that's enough to just like get people heated up <laughs> that's just... so funny <laughs> is uh Argentina playing in the next world cup I've got to look it up but uh they should, should probably be. avoid during that time <laughs> I think you should probably go during that time because it'll be like insane. <laughs> then I, I need to want really, to. I need to really educate myself oh, on totally, yeah. who's who. Otherwise, I yeah. might point at Maradona and be like, "Oh, that's a nice picture of Messi," and then yeah. I'll just be like, <laughs> "You need to leave." <laughs> yeah, but it sounds yeah. like it's uh, later this year, so I think I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna avoid. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I kind of want to like the thing about. Uh, Argentina or Buenos Aires is um, the football rivalries are like really strong like they oh, like the club between the clubs. yeah the clubs right like you have uh, two teams that are pretty big one is called Boca Juniors so this mm. is what Maradona used to play when he was younger uh, mm. when he was starting up and then their arch rival is called uh, uh, I think it's called River Plata or something like that mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah River Plata or something um, and though these two teams, like when they have like matches, it's just gets so insane. Like there's a riot police, there's tear gas, oh, people wow. fighting um, and you can get tickets. So like I really wanted to go to like one of these matches, but I couldn't get tickets because you need to be a member of the club to be uh, able to uh, purchase a ticket. Wow. It's for and the hardcores only. It's for the hardcores only. And if you somehow i mean it's you can get like tickets uh, you know if you pay a lot of money and if you're mm. a tourist but if they find out you're not a fan like a member of the club you're sitting with them you're done and if i, I feel like if you look argentinian or if you like you know if you're like white yeah. um, and you speak a bit of spanish you can probably like fake it but you know i go there i'm like you know it's it's, it's not a good look it's <laughs> it's like Carl Penn there right it's not... yeah you don't want to start like, trouble this guy is definitely not from here like you know what's going on um, just got to learn some uh, soccer lingo so yeah well i need like, to learn like converse. proper spanish 
<laughs> so when I was reading like guidebooks, they were like, if you manage to get fake like tickets, um, mm-hmm. just make sure you don't talk to anyone because if you open your mouth, they'll know you're not from Argentina. Because <laughs> even if you speak like good Spanish, yeah, they, know they the can tell. Is, yeah, yeah. Accent, right. <laughs> so that's like, yeah, it's that serious because I've been to like soccer games like in Milan and uh, mm-hmm. other places, uh, and it wasn't like that even there. Wow, they it's really do like, take it seriously. Oh yeah, they take it like really, and in, <laughs> on match days, like they have these like. Bar, street barbecues going and they make oh. also it's a, another food that i really love called choripan uh, so it's mm. like a um, the argentinian version of a hot dog uh, and it's basically like a really nice soft you know crusty like bread and a um, um a chorizo sausage that's like split in two and then it's, it's on the bun um, and then they put chimichurri sauce on it so it's like this spicy like crunchy like it's just so good um and it's the the it's like perfect drunk food too like it's just and it's everywhere so you see people cooking oh, okay. this, like they have their makeshift grills i've seen some people cook this on like a, a shopping cart like they'll turn oh, a shopping cart around and they use that as a grill and then like make the chorizo grill the oh, chorizo nice, nice. yeah so it's like open all day, all night, that kind of thing? Open, yeah, all day, all night. Um, and it's one of the cheapest meals you can get. Um, mm. Probably like less than a dollar. Yeah, definitely less than a dollar. You can get mm. like a nice kind of bun. And uh, and just delicious. Like it's, it's you know, it's really good good food. So they, they would sell this on match day kind of near the stadium? Match day, um, yeah. Or even like, I mean, you can, uh, there are spots where you can get, get this, like even like kind of mm. hole in the wall kind of places, right? Okay. But then uh, when I was in Buenos Aires, there was this big protest. And then I found out there was a protest because I was walking around early in the morning and people were setting up these like barbecue places because they were all like selling to like the people who come to the <laughs> school. So it's like whole like business going. Um Got to cash uh, in on the protesters. Oh, totally. Even if you're, even if you're angry, you still need food, right? Yeah. So it's like and it's a lot business. of people. Like it's just every like few steps, you'll have another guy grilling and another person grilling and and so on, right? Wow. Um, and uh, and people like flock to it because you know that's quick lunch and cheap. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should like bring some cash so I can eat like a couple of those. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, if someone and definitely you. If someone's planning on going to Argentina, I have the best tip that will save you tons of money. Okay, tell me. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, buckle up. Okay. So in Argentina, um, there's a huge issue with inflation. Uh, way before, like, you know, way beyond like what we have right now in Canada, but it started in the early 2000s. Um, so the historical context is, you know, Argentina by the 1950s and 60s, it was one of the biggest economies in the world. I think it was like one of the five biggest economies in the world. Um, and then in 2000, around 2000 or late 90s, I believe, the economy just tanked. Mm. and never recovered. Like it was just- Oh, it's still like tanked. that. <laughs> yeah, never recovered. And the value of the Argentinian peso just like dropped like that. And it's very volatile. So it, like, you know, it'll just go up and then it goes down, goes up. because kind of like Bitcoin now. It's, just, <laughs> it's a good way to lose your money. So because of that, um, a lot of people who want to save money, they will convert their money into US dollars. So if you take US dollars, it's much more valuable on the street than it is like if you get exchanged at the airport. Mm. Um, and so what you do is, so I read about this before I went, so I took some US dollars, 
um, out. And it's mm -hmm. better if you have like hundred dollar notes, but fifties, anything works. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of tested this out. So I went to a legit check cashing place at the airport. Yeah. Got hundred dollars exchange. I got 10,000 Argentinian pesos, right? Yeah. So, the, uh, so they have two exchange rates. One is called the official rate. The other one is called the blue rate. And the okay. blue rate is cheaper. Like it's better. Yeah. But you only get that on the street, not at like oh, okay. Western Union or any of these places. Right. And you definitely don't use a credit card because in the okay. fees are insane. So it's it's cash is king in Argentina. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so I um I I wanted to test it out. So I got ten thousand dollars for hundred dollars at the airport. And then I went to um Buenos Aires. And then a couple of days later, I uh, was walking past the in Buenos Aires. There's this one street called um, Florida. It's, it's the name is Florida Avenue, Florida, or something like that. And it's right in the smack in in the middle of the city center. And when you walk by and you see all these like shady looking characters standing, you know, just saying, and they say "cambio." Cambio means exchange. Oh yes. So yeah. I'd be like "cambio, cambio, cambio." And you're yeah. like, what's this noise? It's like, oh, it's exchange. Yeah. And you go up to one of them and you say, um, even if you don't speak Spanish, you can just say um, exchange or you say US dollars. And then they'll take their phone out. They'll show you the actual exchange rate. Oh, the so they'll rate. show you, yeah, like, it'll be like, okay, this is the exchange rate I'm offering. And then if you mm -hmm. like it, you say yes. If you don't like it, you can go to the next guy and say, oh, this guy showed me this. What do you have? Most of the time, I mean, I wasn't really bothered because... What you get is already better than the yeah. Brand, right? <laughs> so I was like, all right, first guy sold. Yes. Um, yeah. And then my first experience was like kind of insane because the guy was like, and I said, yes, because he was only spoke Spanish. So I was like, put my thumb up. I was like, okay, let's go. And then he led me down this alley. We went to this flower shop and he opened the door. And in the bag, this lady was like, had like tables full of like pesos. And she okay. was like counting all this money. So it, was, it feels feels weird because you're like, you know, you're like, what did I get myself into? Is this but like then, mafia or something? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, some kind of a deal going down, right? But then um, the guy took my $100 and gave it to the woman and the woman took it, put it aside and she started counting. And then, and she's counting and she's giving me $100, sorry, 100 peso rolls. Yeah. She gave me 20,000 pesos. So it's like... Yeah, double half as yeah half as cheap yeah. as the bank rate yeah because at the airport wow. i only got ten thousand for my hundred dollars yeah. on the uh, on the street i got twenty thousand for my hundred dollars oh my god but she gave it to me in hundred uh, hundred peso notes so she's like rolling them up throwing it at me <laughs> rolling them up throwing it at me and i'm like i didn't have a bag so i'm like stuffing it in my like, back pocket putting it in my jacket like and then like just like running out of space for all this cash and then like i left like I was like, you know, I did a drug deal or something, just like looking, right. Oh, you yeah, feel kind of like zombie. worried. Yeah, someone's gonna come up yeah, to you and worried. steal your cash. Um, but I've heard of, uh, you know, I've heard of stories. Like I, I was listening to this guy who was talking about. Um, I think he exchanged one thousand US dollars. Yeah. And the guy came back with a suitcase full of money. <laughs> <laughs> just suitcase full of pesos. Just like gave it to him. And like, how do you oh my god! Um, to be but, honest, like if you want to feel rich and you just do it for oh, the totally. Instagram oh, yeah. photo, you're just like, look yeah. at what I got. That's the only way I can do it. <laughs> and they and they are for the most part they are very honest, and you won't get in trouble because that's how they make their living. So the 
it's it technically illegal but then mm -hmm. the cops won't do anything about it because uh, you know it's it's a service that's there like a lot of people make use of right right and no one for, ever gets smugged or no one gets smugged or... because yeah it's in like a very like popular area like it's right in the city center so mm -hmm. it's nothing to be afraid of it's kind of looks shady but then the thing it's is like, super shady like it's why very would you shady. follow someone down the alley <laughs> yeah no i like this guy like i scoped him out so like i like initially went past him and i was like okay i noticed the guy he seems a bit honest okay i think i like his vibes <laughs> and then i walked back just checking him out and then like walked back again and yeah. then i went to my hotel i put put away my bag my watch my wallet and just put like a hundred peso note in my pocket and mm -hmm. then we went to him right and then yeah. after the first day i knew he was legit whenever i wanted to get money exchange so because i took uh, like us dollars yeah. uh whenever i wanted to get my money exchange i would go there and it's i knew exactly person. where he was standing uh, and he was okay. like my guy so i would go to there and he and by like the third or fourth day he knew like he was like okay, let's go <laughs> he didn't even feel like he didn't even have to talk about it <laughs> that's probably smart because then you don't carry around a ton of cash with you Whereas, yeah. yeah, if you go in like that guy with ten, a thousand bucks, yeah, yeah. then yeah, it's not. It's yeah, like... that's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> Should learn some more self-defense just in case. <laughs> yes, it's... yeah, that's yeah. I, I mean, that's that's why I really like it. Like, it's just very, um, just random. <laughs> yeah, it's like organic. <laughs> yeah, it's very organic, and like, I mean, this speaks to like Argentina, like in general. Like, it's very like, you know. It's a very well-functioning society. Like, you know, the infrastructure is so good, like mm -hmm. the, within the country, especially in Buenos Aires, you feel like you're in a very modern city. Like it's, it's very mm -hmm. well um, taken care of. But it also has this like a very uh, kind of, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a very like... Uh, rough around the market. edges. Yeah, like a very rough kind of rough around the edges kind of thing where like people like, will do their own thing and they'll like make create their own kind of business, right? It's almost uh, like the black market, but it's not technically like yeah, I mean, bad I mean, just, or like it's criminal. Service. It's just yeah, it's not criminal. It's just people are just exchanging money. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so, filling in the services that the government yeah. can't provide, I guess. <laughs> totally. So there's a lot like that that I liked in Argentina. It's just, yeah. You fall in love with like those little things, right? I also heard that it might not feel safe, but it actually is very safe. Like yeah. even at night, people are just hanging out. Yes. Even like people bring kids outside and yeah. it's not like, oh, it's dark now you have to go home yeah. more than anything yeah no it's it's very safe there are certain neighborhoods where like you know like any city mm -hmm. where you want to avoid but um for the most part it's incredibly safe like i felt more safe walking around in buenos aires than i did than do in vancouver where i live like um, street. so <laughs> yeah yeah street. because people are drunk and you don't know who's gonna like break a bottle over your head right yeah um, <laughs> but um oh there like it's it's very uh very safe it's not uh overly police like you know one thing i noticed like in a place like mexico city like you see cops everywhere okay. but you don't see that in buenos aires like it's it's not that over it's not over policed but then it, it's very safe like it's just you know the um uh, one thing is people do stay up late so even if you go out at like two three in the morning mm -hmm. the street is going to look like you know like it's like five o'clock six o'clock in vancouver it's yeah what is people. the 
what is their daily schedule? Because I saw yeah, your post. I, know. I have, I have and, a question about that too. <laughs> yeah. And you were eating dinner at like 10 p.m. And you're like, yes. oh, finally, yes. I'm on Argentina. Argentinian time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, Argentinians eat dinner very late. Around 10 is probably the uh, the time where they, most of them like eat. Um, so if you go to a restaurant even at 8 or 9, which... I, I thought I was going late when I went at nine and I was the first person in the restaurant. Uh, and then around 10, it started to like fill up. Um, yeah. But yeah, they do eat very late. Um, so then when do they go to sleep? Like if you're... <laughs> it, it depends on what kind of kind of life you, you live, right? Like the plan is usually they eat late and then they'll go like, you know, you go to another place, you know, to have mm. drinks and ended up end up going to like a tango place or doing karaoke and mm -hmm. you know before you know it is six o'clock in the morning um, <laughs> so it's it's it depends on what kind of night you want to have I mean there are obviously people who just they'll eat dinner and then go for a walk and then go to bed um, I see yeah but um, so I assume most people don't wake up at seven or eight in the morning then is it like pretty quiet in the morning actually no not really because in the morning, you know, Buenos Aires especially has this very um, kind of big cafe culture and very oh, historic yeah. kind of cafe culture. So yeah. a lot of the bars that are open late will turn into cafes in the morning. Oh, I see. So they'll start serving like coffee and breakfast and like little baked mm. goods and things mm -hmm. like that. So you feel like these places are never closed because they, you know, they do late night drinks and then they open as a cafe and there's like a lunch place bistro in the uh, in the I afternoon yeah. and then turn into like a bar at night yeah. um, pretty but efficient they are, use of space yeah you just need space. Yeah. one uh, establishment and then you can serve all day all night totally um, and they also have these um, um, traditional coffee houses which you know they've been there for the past like 200 years or so and those places I would really recommend for anyone to go because it's unchanged from like the 1800s. Oh, like they preserve so, their architecture. Yeah, yeah. And the furniture, like the furniture even looks like this still from that you know time, right? right. So uh, hmm. it's it's uh, it's quite the experience. And you know, it's it's one of those places where you go and you have like a big breakfast, but it's just for me, it was just like, um, they have these little croissants called Medilunas, mm -hmm. tiny little, it's much more like denser than like a croissant. Oh, okay, and it's okay. not as flaky. Yeah. Um, and um, and then uh, you have churros with uh, dulce de leche inside. Yeah. Um, it's mm. just the best. And then Wait, that's coffee. for breakfast? <laughs> that's for breakfast, yeah. You're going to get a sugar high. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was, I mean, that's what you do. Like you eat steak, you drink wine. And then for breakfast, you have this, you know, really sweet kind of breakfast. <laughs> so you just like, you know, you go there to like just indulge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also saw you eat like creme brulee and like chocolate truffle. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's also one thing I liked about um, Argentina is if you have this like really nice restaurants that are in like unassuming residential neighborhoods. Oh, okay. um, so then you will be walking by and it's like oh I'm just gonna like go and check this place out and you go in there like it's like a such a fancy not even it, it doesn't have to be fancy but like the food is so great like really mm. good like well done kind of uh, spot in the middle of nowhere uh, so and <laughs> so you get a lot of um, experiences like that and I think it's also because 
uh, it's cheaper to run a restaurant in Argentina. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's not like Vancouver rent, right? Like it's, so it's, and people, there's a big culture of like going out to eat and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you have that space for people to like experiment and create, you know, open up new mm-hmm. restaurants and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more hidden gems, I, I assume, yeah, or definitely. just like people opening their own unique thing that they like yeah for sure yeah i think it i think victoria is even worse than vancouver because most things close around five or six. Oh so, really yeah so well restaurants are open later but like cafes or oh, any yeah. like bakeries are not yeah. open that late yeah so even in vancouver sense. i mean now uh, tuesdays and wednesdays um like even on like robson street it's hard to find a restaurant that's open past mm. nine uh, which is very like I don't know. It's just so disappointing. <laughs> That's why it's called No Fun City. You pay a lot of money to live here. And... Yeah, I know. For what? <laughs> Only for the beach. That's it. <laughs> and a steak costs like a hundred dollars or something. Yeah. 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 That's why I was so jealous, like watching your Instagram stories, because every day you had like a fancy meal, and all and it's so cheap, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's dirt cheap, um, like a fancy meal. I mean, you can uh, feed like, you know, four people have like a really nice steak dinner with wine and everything, less than 20 bucks. What? For really? For everything, yes. Um, wow. It's really cheap. Like you feel bad, like almost just. <laughs> um, so I would like end up leaving like a big tip everywhere mm-hmm. I go, especially towards the end where like I had so many pesos yeah. I had to get rid of. So I was like, you know, a beer would be like, I don't know, like 200 pesos. I'm like 500 peso tip. Um, <laughs> so just take my money. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird because even like uh, people from like Canada or the US kind of lose sense of like the value. So I've met up with this girl from like the States and we went, we had, we only had like two beers. So she had a beer, I had a beer and we were leaving and I put down uh, 500 pesos as a tip. And she's like, oh, that's like way too much uh well because the beers <laughs> came to like 400 pesos or something right it's like when you think about it that's less than five dollars it's not oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, not too right. much like we need yeah. to more in vancouver right yeah um so, yeah sounds like a more fun place to party than like oh, europe definitely. oh yeah yeah cheap yeah. where you're paying like around 10 euros yeah. <laughs> for like a you cocktail pay, or something. you pay 10 euros for like a beer and the fun is gone already <laughs> You're thinking about that for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's like, oh man, that's like fifteen dollars. <laughs> I, I I got caught in this tourist scam in Barcelona where like um a guy on couch surfing was like, Oh, let's do like this karaoke. Uh, you know, I was like, I'm down for karaoke. It's like yeah. karaoke place. And then I went in expecting like a big karaoke bar, but it was just like three other people, me and this dude. <laughs> and he took he took us in. And then, yeah, there was karaoke, but if the bar was, like, completely empty, there was no washroom. Uh, and a beer was, like, 15 euros. Like, a Heineken <laughs> was 15 euros. <laughs> like, get me out of here. This is, yeah. like, hell. What is this place? <laughs> I don't deserve to be here. Uh, and I saw a lot of your videos, too, at different bars at different times yes. of night. Um, there was one I thought was so funny where everyone was singing karaoke or something. Yes. <laughs> at, like, 5 a.m., <laughs> Yeah, we were there until five, around five in the morning. That was, uh, it's a bar called Chela in Buenos Aires. And you should probably go, I'll send you the uh, link. 
and it's so fun because it's it's like a karaoke place but then it goes all night and then you walk in i mean when we walked in there was no room like it's you know how wow. in like places in vancouver like just it's like capacity or like you get a you need to get a table you can't just like hang around right yeah yeah um but this place was like you know people were like just flowing out to the sidewalk but people are still coming in wow. anyone can come in you don't have to drink or anything um yeah. Um, but I did drink and I had some shots. <laughs> but <laughs> um, can't help it. And then you walk in and you immediately become like part of this massive group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, because like uh, when you go up to sing a song, everyone sings with you, and random people come and join you on stage. And oh really? You, yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> like no, I, I, the entire time I was there, I didn't see a, a, a single person sing a song by themselves. There's nice. at least like five people singing, like you know, two mics, five people. Uh, so it's really fun. Yeah, everyone's sharing the embarrassment. So you yeah, everyone's to. sharing the embarrassment, and everyone else will be either dancing or singing. So a lot of um, dancing going on. Okay, uh, especially to, to like the you know, Argentinian or Spanish songs. Mm-hmm. So there'll be like people dancing, some people just singing, some people on stage and singing. Um, it was such a fun night. Um, really really enjoyed it <laughs> and then did at some point everyone went home or did it keep i going? went home because <laughs> i went home because i was i had to catch a ferry to uruguay in like two oh. hours it was like <laughs> five in the morning um, and you got no sleep <laughs> i got no sleep i went to the hotel i packed up my bag and it was so funny because i arrived from bariloche that night so yeah. i booked this hotel and I didn't even sleep uh, in the bed. <laughs> I was just dropped my bag off and then went to this place. And then came back around five, picked yeah. up my bag. I could have like hired like a locker or something. I know. It's like a fancy yeah. locker. Yeah. And it was just hilarious because I was staying in this like, because the hotels are so cheap. I booked like a nice hotel because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it's just one night. So I can just like relax. Yeah. Yeah. Spend the night at the, you know, in the bathtub, just in room okay. service and all that. And then I arrived, checked in, and then one of the friends I met on my first week in Buenos Aires, she was like, uh, "Come here, are you back in Buenos Aires? What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm back, but I just like I just got off the flight. I'm like really tired. I think I'm just gonna kick it into the hotel room." <laughs> and then she was like, "No, no, no, like I'm having like a birthday party, so it was like a birthday party. Um, come, like come and have at least like a few drinks. That's how it got started around nine. Oh, okay, you got and roped. Then, yeah, and then we went to like a dinner place, and then ended up at karaoke. And the group like just grew. It was initially it was just like three of us, yeah. and then it was like by the time we ended, like when we went to the karaoke place, there was at least twenty people. We were just like uh, twenty people just moving to the karaoke place. Um, and then you go in there and instantly make like more friends there, right? Like it's just so many people oh right 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 because um, everyone's just like in a relaxed mode and they yeah. just want to party and make friends <laughs> and they're like so open like there's no kind of like a clickish like in i feel like mm. in Bangkok when you go out mm. like everyone sticks to their like little group yeah yeah oh yeah. there it's much more like just spread out no one's going yeah. there to like hang out with their buddies <laughs> that's a good way to put it like you're there yeah. to make friends yeah. not to stay with your friends and also i think here we have very strict like building codes like you need yeah, yeah. to have enough washrooms, I guess, for yeah. everyone there. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it also really limits to like how restaurants and bars can operate. Yeah. So and it kind of limits the uh, kind of the organic way, like, you know, people connect and things like that. Right. So yeah. um, obviously now it makes sense with COVID and things like that. But 
Doesn't look like you caught any COVID. Oh, I did catch COVID. Oh, you did? I did, yeah, yeah. Probably from that karaoke place. Um, But it happened after I got back, like the day after I tested positive. Oh, okay. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) It took like almost a full month, but still caught it. (laughs) Yeah, well, I got it after my Europe trip too. So it's like, it's so hard to avoid, especially when you go to like a party or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you also went to like a jazz place, was it yes. like in Uruguay? You went yeah, out looking for jazz, but then yes. you found tango dancing, but I not in Argentina. Finally, um, because you know, the thing is, like, you always I had a lot of time in Buenos Aires, like, mm-hmm. I was there for like a week and a half, and then I went to all these other places and came back, yeah, and I had a day there, and then went to Uruguay, came back. I had like four days after I came back, right. So I was like, oh, I have all this time. I can just go to these tango places whenever. But then every night you end up like meeting people. So you're like, okay, we'll do karaoke. We go dancing. We go to this other place. And then by the time you think about, oh, shit, like the karaoke place. Oh, sorry, the the um, the tango place, it's too late. So I did like end up going to like this one spot, one night, my final night in um, Argentina. But then in Uruguay, like you walk down the street, you see people doing tango like on the sidewalk yeah 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 Yeah. and you made it to the jazz place eventually i made it to the jazz place and it was interesting because um i walked in once again like even in uruguay people eat later so even at like eight Uh nine o'clock like i was the only one there yeah um and then i i was and i was alone so i was at the bar just having a drink and i met this like american dude like he was from um I think he was from like somewhere in the Midwest, but he lived in um, Buenos Aires for a while and, you know, moved back to the US and now he's back just meeting his friends. But he had one friend in Montevideo, so he was there just meeting his friend. Yeah. And then um, we ended up like chatting and because like uh, he spoke English, I spoke English, he spoke Spanish because no one does like even the bartender didn't speak Spanish. So English. So whenever I wanted like a drink, I had to like tell him and he'll like <laughs> talk to the guy. So oh, I was I should learn some basic Spanish then. I know, like, yeah, you should. <laughs> I should bebida, have the beer is is it yeah. a drink? Bebida, <laughs> bebida, bebidas, yeah. Um, and you know, vino is that Argentine, uh, Spanish? Yeah, vino, cerveza <laughs> for beer. Okay, but it doesn't write really... that down. Yeah, basic down. Spanish vocabulary. There you go. And then so this uh, uh, this American guy helped you with like ordering and yeah ordering and then um so and so I walk in first time and then the the girl there like didn't speak English and I was like can I because I didn't reserve a spot so the bar had like one area where like they had tables set up to see the stage and the other area was like the bar you sit at the bar and have some drinks but from yeah. the bar you can really see the stage yeah so I was like oh I want one of these tables and I was like can I sit at the table and then she said something and pointed at the bar I was like oh maybe it's like reserved and then I sat at the bar and then this guy came along later and then I told him that's how I started I was like oh can you just ask her like if I can um, get one of the tables because like people would come in and there was like still like a few empty spots yeah and then he talked to her and he was like oh yeah she told me to tell you that she said um, you can get a table, but it's this like a 200 peso deposit because it's you pay Uh-oh. for the table, right? For the uh, show. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Ooh, like show. That's like four dollars. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it. And then you know, since I like I was hanging out with this dude, I was like, oh, you want to come and join me at my table because I'm 
got to yeah. be sitting there alone and then and we were surrounded by like you know the uruguayans right like everywhere um and then at one point this dude turns to me and he goes because the jazz concerts was going really well like it yeah. was really amazing like it's the you know yeah. um they had singers they were really nice and this guy turns to me and I was like oh you know can you believe it in the middle of nowhere south america you're seeing this great jazz show and then like <laughs> one of the people like who was sitting in front of us just turned around and gave him like the stink eye is like <laughs> i understood that it's like you referring to like their country as like in the in middle, the middle of, of nowhere north. south america <laughs> you're from the midwest that's the middle yeah, of nowhere no, no from like flyover country like you should you should have yeah. some uh, sympathy right but but it was <laughs> okay. like it's a really good experience like really so fun. also don't talk too loudly because yeah, people don't talk could too. understand you <laughs> yeah. i feel like americans in general tend to talk really loud um so. too much uh, honest opinion yeah too much <laughs> yeah because i remember seeing like you post videos of like guitar bit of guitar yes. too um and yeah. singing so singing yeah yeah it was like it a was lively good. type of jazz it was it was like very a... lively yeah um and they had like yeah they had like i think it was like a four piece band or something with like vocals as well mm-hmm. um cool exp- I, i knew about it because i was in my guidebook i got like a well, actually remind <laughs> me i'll give it to you when you go okay um, and it has like all the good spots in argentina and uruguay mm-hmm. and this was like one of the things that was recommended um and uh, yeah didn't disappoint sunday night i think it was a sunday night when i was there but still pretty pretty good show yeah. and it looked packed too like it oh it was a... packed yeah yeah and it was like one of those things that was in like a residential neighborhood so like oh, all around yeah. this place there were like houses and oh. then you have this like one place which is like you don't see it because the entrance looks like a really tiny bar and uh, and yeah it, it kind of looks like a really tiny like hole in the wall kind of place but when you go in you see uh, it's you know it's beautiful inside it kind of opens up and you, you know you have this like jazz stage and everything yeah. so it's it's pretty you have those like hidden gems where you just have yeah. to kind of, like you know talk to people and and find out where they are right mm-hmm. maybe that's what the american was referring to like in the middle of nowhere <laughs> I think yeah, maybe it's yeah it's more like a yeah. north north american culture because of zoning laws yeah like right yeah commercial is one place restaurant totally. is one place yeah yeah where yeah, it's hard to like compute and like, why is this here <laughs> how are you allowed <laughs> to open a place here yeah but it is kind of i don't know about sri lanka but it's the same in hanoi too like a lot of people just have their business that's open in the alley at their house yeah yeah, yeah. So yes. then you yes. just have to look for it. You just have to yeah. go down because the alley. Of, yeah, because there's not a lot of um, regulation, right? So there's a lot of freedom to kind of, ex, you know, do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> try yeah, open and... something up. Yeah, and try, yeah. and you know, it, it, maybe it works out. <laughs> um, and then another uh, place you went to was a uh, vineyard. Yes. Yeah, um, I'm not a. I mean I do drink wine <laughs> just like you are right now. <laughs> I'm drinking yeah I am actually drinking an Argentinian wine from Mendoza. Um but I'm I wouldn't say like I'm a wine connoisseur like I definitely don't know how to tell like good wine from bad wine. Yeah. Um so like in that sense I'm very ignorant when it comes to like <laughs> wine knowledge. But I figured since I'm in Argentina and they're known for like wine mm-hmm. I should go and probably check out 
the city. So Mendoza is, um, it's on the, I guess it's like near the border with Chile. Um, and then uh, it's known for like, uh, you know, the wine. Most, of, I think almost all of uh, Argentinian wine, I think at some point I read something like 97% of Argentinian wine comes from Mendoza, mm. uh, from a place called the, um, uh, now I forgot the, the name of the place but there's also another spot in Argentina called Salta where they have wine there too but Mendoza is what um, the part of the country that produces most of the wine yeah Um, and uh, it's a beautiful uh, place like very like it's much more different than Buenos Aires the architecture Mm -hmm. is much more different it's much more modern uh, because um, Mendoza only took off um in the i believe it's the richest city in argentina and the richest kind of province or the region in argentina because of the the vine uh, that they produce interesting um, the thing was up until uh, early 2000s argentina didn't really export wine uh, most of the wine they produce it was for domestic consumption and then after the economy tanked um, they had to look at ways yeah. of generating uh, revenue like especially yeah. foreign exchange right and they started expose, exporting um, wine and then obviously Argentinian mm. wine became a popular thing around the world and especially the wine from Mendoza became a very kind of uh, popular thing and you know, right. kind of like French wine right yeah. so because of that a lot of money started flowing to Mendoza Oh, and, okay. and that's why the city kind of like developed so you see new buildings much more you don't see this old colonial architecture that you see in Buenos Aires so it's uh, you feel like you're in a, like a different part of the is country. it more like uh, North American cities modern, it's very or? similar to yeah North American but it there's no like big kind of downtown with like towers it's okay. all like just like kind of small buildings there are like a lot of like residential like houses and things like that which look much more similar to like houses in like you know in the suburbs here so it's it's kind of like that and then the main the town um, city itself has a lot of like restaurants and bars and things like that so it's a good place to like spend time Mm -hmm. and then um, beyond that you have the the vineyards which are really close to the city center actually so um, oh really it didn't look like that it looked yeah. like you had to take uh, a bus forever to get there. Yeah, right. I took an Uber and it was a short Uber ride. Okay. <laughs> um, and then one thing that you can do, and I would tell anyone who goes to Mendoza to try this out, is you can rent a bike um, in uh, this area called, um, I forgot the name of the valley, but it's like this valley where like most of the wine comes from. And you go there and you can rent a bike. There are places that will like give you bikes and they give you like a map. And then the map shows where all the vineyards are. And oh, you can wow. just bike through these vineyards. And then uh, some of the places will have this like self, uh, self-guided tours. So you go and see the vineyard. You see where the wine is made. And then you do a tasting. You'll be like drinking different, uh, different blends. Or whatever. And you slowly <laughs> get drunk. Um, you slowly get drunk. You bike the to the next, yeah, and you bike to the next place. Um, and then uh, you can hit, I think I started around 10. By the time I finished, uh, I had to turn the bike at six. I covered, I went to probably five or six different vineyards. Mm-hmm. And then you have like three, four of these at, at each place. 
<laughs> slowly you're just like sipping yeah, yeah slowly and then at some places we'll sell food as well so you can eat lunch or whatever oh, okay that's good uh, but it's such a nice experience because like you're biking from one spot to the other spot but mm-hmm. you're like biking through this like landscape with like you know yeah. on both sides of the road you see these beautiful vineyards yeah. right and then um, you don't feel so lazy because you're doing something yeah. active right that's right <laughs> i heard like the okanagan you just kind of sit in one place yeah so. yeah just not appeal to me at all <laughs> <laughs> it's like i could do that here <laughs> and, yeah and you need a car like driving around especially oh, yeah you know with when people. you're drunk <laughs> yeah when you're drunk you can't yeah, that's the thing. it's actually so biking such, such is a, much yeah, yeah such a smart then, idea because it's too yeah. far to walk and it's too yeah. dangerous to drive yeah and it's like flat so it's not like you've okay. got to like climb right like you can just cruise along it's just perfect. chilling yeah just chilling and the good thing is when you return the bike the wine uh, the bike place will have unlimited wine all you can drink wine so you're already drunk and the guy will tell you when he when he gives you the map he's like you know when you come back if you're still like if you still want to drink wine i have unlimited wine like and he'll have like and he'll like i had like one glass after i got back because i was already drunk but he'll come around (laughs) with a bottle of wine it's like do you want more do you want more and (laughs) And then they'll hang around with you, like people who work at the bike shop. Oh, really? Oh, and, uh, okay. You can, you, know, you can drink with them. So it's, it's so it's chill. Cool. Yeah, really chill. <laughs> I think I might just be able to, to survive like one place unless I like yeah. drink very slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, and you I can need... bike around. Yeah, and, that's know, right. Mind. Yeah. I feel like the biking helps with the um, the drinking because I don't know why, because you're doing a task. It's like, you know, when yeah. I barbecue, I'm drinking beer, but I don't really get drunk because you're doing something, right? Right. Maybe your blood is circulating. Not, and... This is not like medical advice. Like, don't think. Disclaimer. Yeah. Like, that means like I can drive a car because I'm doing something. Like, no, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. I drive. Totally bad idea. Um, yeah. No, it's a really cool concept. And you meet people while you're like biking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I met a lot of different people. I met people from New Jersey. One guy from... <laughs> California, um, one person from like Cuba, even like it's just mm-hmm. you meet a lot of like random people, not random, but like really cool people. Yeah, people who were there also just to chill. Just to chill. Yeah. So and I, I also like that it's not so crowded. Like you meet it's, people, but yeah. I didn't see you like yeah. in the lineup. No. Yeah. Or here in it's Vancouver, not crowded right? at all. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you go to like a festival and you're spending most of your time in the lineup. <laughs> in the lineup, right? And this one wasn't crowded. Like the first place we went to, and I was like, I met this one dude at the rental shop, and I was like, we were both like alone. So like, you want to like do the tour together because like we're going to be like going to the same places anyway. So it's, if you yeah. say no, it's going to be awkward because we're going to be together anyways because like yeah. we're biking off at the same time. <laughs> And there's like a route that you follow, right? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, yeah, that's cool. And then we ended up going to the first place we went to. We were the first ones, like only people there. So it was, mm. it was, you know, not crowded at all. And then later on, we met more people. But it's like that. Like you, you kind of, uh, it's it's so kind of chill. It's not like there's mm-hmm. no pressure. Yeah. Um, so definitely recommend that experience. I'm so glad I did it. Like it's probably like one of my <laughs> best memories from that trip. Um, yeah. Definitely I was, again, I was so jealous watching the videos because you're just like cruising on your bike. <laughs> and it doesn't look like a hard bike ride at all. No, it was not. It was very flat. Have, like flights of like wine 
glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think uh, in May, it was still like rainy and like miserable here some days. Yeah. Oh, I could have yeah. been there. <laughs> <laughs> the weather was like perfect. Like it wasn't too hot, too cold. Um, yeah. It was just like the perfect, like kind of like spring. Like it's just nice yeah, and fresh. I guess May is like, or more like autumn because it's like leading yeah, it's into a flip, right? yeah. winter. Yeah. Yeah. Was there like any wine in particular that you liked a lot or like mm-hmm. you could remember? You know what? No, I can't. <laughs> part of it is I couldn't remember. The other part is I'm so like terrible with like yeah. tasting wine. Yeah. Um, like they were like, you know, the person would ask me like, which one did you like? And I was like, oh no, this one. And it would be like the one I just had. <laughs> everything is great. Yeah, everything is great. So now they need to do that concept for Negronis. And then you can tell the difference. (laughs) Then you can tell the difference. But the thing is, you can't do a tasting with Negronis because after the third one, someone (laughs) had to come with a stretcher to like load you onto it and just carry you off. (laughs) It's not practical. (laughs) Okay, you only get like a sip of Negroni then, not a whole glass. So did you get to drink any Negronis during the trip or was it mostly wine and beer? No, I had some Negronis. I think um, other than the, other than in Mendoza, because in Mendoza, I was like, you know, I got to drink the the wine. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, I had Negronis. <laughs> and actually, uh, there's a famous place, bar in uh, Buenos Aires called, um, what is it called now? I, you know, I, think, I keep forgetting all these names, um, but it'll come to me at some point. But you go there. And they're known for the Negroni that they pour from a tap. So it's already oh. like loaded, right? So I went there and <laughs> I... It, did it meet your expectations or was oh, it... Yeah, like, oh yeah, it was really good. And the funny thing is, I, I, I mean, I was, I went there alone, like on my first, uh, first day there. And I was sitting there um, having a Negroni and, peop- and I was taking photos and someone came to me and she was like, what, why are you taking photos uh, of the <laughs> thing? I was like, well, like this, I, I, so I saw it on a Netflix show. That's how I know about it. Uh, okay. I was like, this was on like a uh, Netflix show and it, they're known for the, uh, the thing mm. that, you know, the, yeah, the tap tap. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then she was like, well, I've been coming here for like the past four years. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> it's special i guess here you have to like hand make each negroni right yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like a, i mean it, you know, it's it's a cool concept it's just something like fun to do <laughs> and then the other thing is there are so many like great bars in buenos aires like this um uh, a place called Vern club which is one of the best bars in south america mm. um and you go in there you feel like it's super fancy like i've never been to such a fancy place <laughs> But it's like dirt cheap too. Like, you know, <laughs> like if you're spending dollars. So probably had the best um, Negroni there. Uh, and, you know, one of those places where like the, the bartenders wear like leather aprons. And, oh, okay. And, yeah, one of those places. With like, nice. just like an indoor terrace with like waterfalls and just, you know, yeah. dark. It's so dark. Like I walk past it without realizing I passed the bar. Because it's a completely blacked out. <laughs> and it's still affordable. It's like and it's pretty still amazing. Affordable, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. What about locals? Do do you see a lot of locals who come out to those places? 
uh, at that place. Yeah. So I I already had a friend in Buenos Aires. I introduced him to the bar because he didn't uh, <laughs> just open option. He's it, he's you know he's never been there, and I was the one. I was like, well, now you can like when you you know ask a girl out, you can bring them to this bar. And he, because he was super impressed, like, oh, no, yeah. super fancy, like, <laughs> never uh, experienced this as like, yeah, yeah, it's a good date spot because it's like dimly lit, romantic, you know, it's like good cocktails. Yeah. And the interior is beautiful, too. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so you feel like you're really in the clouds. Is that the one, the bar top, the rooftop one? Is that the uh, one? No. So that, yeah. So the rooftop place, um, I think it's called like, 55 because it's on like the 55th floor or something but it was like really yeah it's really tall maybe it's probably not the 55th floor it was probably yeah it was like really high um great place like the music is great the cocktails were great great um i'm like my person like my thing is like whenever i go to a new city i seek out rooftop places <laughs> yeah. because you get the best view and yeah, it's yeah. a good place if you want to take photos and stuff like that but then it's a good place to like just go and just chill out right like because in vancouver we don't really have a single decent rooftop bar um so it's, is that it's, that place you usually go to what is it called oh the reflections but it's um there's it's not you can't see anything from there because oh. it's because you're surrounded by other it's buildings. just a terrace i think yeah and now finally they start, started calling it a terrace and not a rooftop bar because it's not a rooftop bar <laughs> misleading advertising it's misleading yeah that's the thing um so yeah so uh, great local spots too like you know it doesn't have to be like super expensive like it's not expensive at all but i feel like there's such a, a good competitive like bar culture in uh, buenos aires especially um mm -hmm. you can find um like good lots of different bar. places yeah yeah um and the opposite is like you know if you go down to like patagonia especially like bariloche it's going to be hard for you to find a good cocktail place because bariloche is much more german like historically mm -hmm. so a lot of uh, drinks, uh, it's all beer like it's even i don't know i was chatting with a bartender while having a beer and the guy really wanted to be like a you know a mixologist and he's oh, like yeah. can't do it in this town like everyone's ordering <laughs> beer like i can't i don't get to like make my favorite cocktails oh interesting <laughs> yeah i didn't think about that before but yeah you're right like yeah. germany is more like beer like if you go to a club you kind of get beer you yeah. don't really get a cocktail at least the ones that i've been to but yeah oh i can totally see that <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got a good mix of everything like every different alcohol and uh, yeah. <laughs> every different I mean, location like, yeah and then like different parts of the country too right like i didn't go to like the northern part of argentina i was in like mm -hmm. buenos aires i went across to like mendoza and then down to bariloche um so it was a good kind of mix of for the first time Mm -hmm. um, of the country yeah. as well yeah were there any places that you didn't get to go to i remember you telling me there was some gateway to the yeah the, the south pole or something yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so there's a town called ushuaia which is the southernmost um settlement or like town in argentina um the story about uh, uh of ushuaia is you know if you look at the map of south america especially towards the tip you see chile just like just bending like oh, taking yeah. over from Argentina. So the story is the um, Chile just like expanded, expanded, expanded. And then 
Argentina, like they were losing ground, like they, because like it goes, like it bends, right, like a curve. Yeah. And Chile yeah. is like hogging like the coastline, all the, <laughs> not just on their side, but also coming to like under as well. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So uh, the story is uh, the Argentinian government paid uh, people uh, to go to this town called Ushuaia. Now it's a big, not big, but like a bigger town. And then, like, just live there because just, just settle there. Yeah, I think initially it was like a military kind of a settlement, and now oh, okay. it's like um, kind of a jumping-off point for people mm. who are going to the um, South Pole. Uh, but also, there are people leaving from uh, Chile as well because it's. I think there are more options if you want to go to the South Pole from Chile, yeah, uh, than Argentina. But if you're going from Argentina, you're probably going from leaving from Ushuaia. Mm-hmm. Um, really want to go there. I've, I've met people who, you know, who went there. Um, but the thing is, if you're not into outdoorsy stuff, oh, okay. and, you know, it's it's not a, I feel, you know, from what I heard, it's not a good place to just like chill out and go to like. Oh, stuff. really? Yeah, it's definitely you want to be doing stuff, either like hiking or things like that. Or you want to be like planning that trip to the South Pole. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, you have to be so, a bit adventurous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, bars and no Negronis. No, yeah, no, <laughs> no Negronis for sure. Uh, what about in Uruguay? Was there anything that you Ooh. wanted to go to? Yes. So, you know, I, I when I arrived in Montevideo, I got in this Uber and the guy was like super into like, he was really like, you know, chatting with me, like a really friendly guy. And he said, like, he learned English by playing video games with people from oh. like, Canada. So he loved Canada. And, like, he was also, like, really into um, um, learning about, like, other things and things like that. But he loved, like, Uruguay. So he was, like, telling me, like, oh, like how many days do you have in Uruguay? I was, like, on only here for, like, four days. Not a lot. And then yeah. he was, like, you got to go to this town called, uh, it's called Punta del Este. Del este? So it's, okay. like, a coastal kind of... Uh, um, uh, I think called Punta del Est or something like that. Um, it's a coastal city, but then during the summer month, it becomes this like party town. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like really beautiful there, and the, vibe, the atmosphere is uh, like supposed okay. to be really cool. And yeah. like it's kind of totally random because like you're in Uruguay, like it's not a big <laughs> place, right? Um, but he said like definitely like that's one place you want to go and check mm-hmm. out. Not when it's cold, but like yeah, during the winter. Right, right. Um, oh, the sorry, summer, during the yeah. summer. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to come back in January. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I'll come come with you and we can go there together. Yeah, if only this inflation and the stock market yeah. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, right? <laughs> so I booked my trip for, I think, the 18th of January to the 29th. Okay. Oh, that's so, a good time. Yeah, summer months. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure how I'm going to survive. <laughs> it's So from what I heard, like, it's like, incredibly hot in Buenos Aires in the summer mm. so and um so you'll it'll be a interesting experience maybe, maybe I'll walk two steps and then I'll be like okay time to go back time to go back <laughs> or I mean, maybe... but like look at Vancouver like it's like in you know it's cold here right so it's probably uh sorry not cold but like insanely warm here so it's probably the same but <laughs> Or maybe yeah. I just sleep during the day when it's sunny and I only go out at night. But yeah, who knows? It and might still be hot. It might still be hot. But the other thing is there are like more events happening in the summer. Okay. So it's, it's a good place to go, time to go if you want to kind of go to these events. And yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I just have to drink like four liters of water every day. You have to drink a lot of water and try to stay out of the sun. Maybe be a little <laughs> less ambitious. Like I don't think I can do yeah. everything you did because <laughs> I need to spend twelve hours sleeping and recovering from the heat. That's true. But maybe you can try it out. Maybe like try out something different and see if you like it. Like yeah. a, at least like a day or two, right? Yeah. I'll I'll send you like a good list so you can you know go to mm-hmm. all the all the fun places. I think you already sent me your hotel. So I'm gonna okay, yeah, okay. just go yeah. to that one because it's more affordable than staying it's very, in the center. And it's a really cool place. Yeah, it's right yeah. in the center. Um, one thing, like if someone's God forbid, like watching this to like get advice from me, <laughs> please don't. Um, but disclaimer. definitely don't <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, but please don't um get a cab from the airport if you can get an Uber, okay. or get like try to get. I think there are buses, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely that's. One of the most popular scams is the cap, <laughs> which is like in every country. That's the thing. Like you know, yeah, they know you you're scam. new. So yeah, they like, know you. I mean, you are at the airport. Like obviously, yeah. yeah. So, it's like a hundred bucks, please, to go yeah. like ten minutes. Or <laughs> so yeah, you will definitely get scammed if you take a cab <laughs> from the airport. But within the city, it's fine um, because yeah. they every cab um, make sure that because they are supposed by law. Uh, turn on the meter so like you know oh, okay, if you okay. do that then you're not gonna get scammed <laughs> yeah right uh, no. i'll just stick to uber which tells me exactly how yeah, much it exactly costs how much right before... yeah. <laughs> and it's weird because uber is actually illegal in argentina oh, but okay. it's everywhere it's much more available than in vancouver you know book wow. it in five minutes like it's no one really cares it's just uh, i guess like the the living salary is so low so you can like get services yeah. like that for much cheaper totally yeah yeah. And then I'll also be in Sao Paulo for my birthday before I head to Buenos Aires. So, okay. yeah. so I'm still going to be hot as heck. <laughs> I, You know what? Now that I, you mentioned it, I might actually be in Brazil in January too. So maybe we can overlap in Sao Paulo and not sure. um, Argentina. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. So. But I do recommend going to Rio if you have the chance. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Rio's on my list for sure um i didn't do any of the nature stuff like you know you can like hike up some mountains and you can go to like faraway beaches but like the city itself is pretty chill like for me that's considered chill so i'm like very excited to see how like buenos aires is (laughs) but like i think i think you will really like buenos aires like if if you're the type of person who likes cities yeah um, and who likes i mean you i know you like dancing and music and things like that yeah um, it's hard to not like it. I think you had to be like a really, you had to be, you know, if you believe in like, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, reincarnation. You had, you know, if you did something really terrible in your previous life, then you're going to hate Buenos Aires because um, like God doesn't want you to like have a good life in your current life. Um, other than that, it's, it's, it's a really yeah. amazing place. Like uh, I can't speak highly of it enough right it's yeah just... yeah so how's that uh how's other spanish lessons coming along can you <laughs> say anything <laughs> no i can't it's hopefully you know after a while <laughs> i don't even remember anything i learned from school i think i know how to say como estas yeah well i got that yeah i can do como estas <laughs> um but other than that i don't and uh, i can no. say like i can ask for a beer in spanish so i can just go cerveza por favor okay yeah. I, even I messed that up. I think it's Cerveza, not Cerveza. <laughs> you have to learn things that matter, like how yeah. to say, would you like to dance? 
or yeah. would you like to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, it's so okay. Okay, one thing I'll tell you that you'll find. I think we already discussed this. It's like dancing with random people is much more common in Argentina. Mm-hmm. So you go to a nightclub or you go to like the karaoke place. Um, you'll just walk up to some random person and be like, "Would you like to dance?" And you get that all the time. Yeah. And then, so my first day or two, where I would go to a club, and um, I was just like, "Oh, like you know, even with like a group of people, you'll yeah. be like, yeah. like you don't want to make <laughs> don't like, touch a girl. me, yeah, yeah. Like, you feel uncomfortable.' But then, like girls would come up to you and like, "Do you want to dance?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> And you're like, Dan, I should have gone to those Dan, lessons like, with I Amy. Have, like, you know, made the move before that. But um, it's, you know, that's how like social it is, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's very like, yeah, the yeah. vibes really good. I've been to like dance places here, like Milongas, where mm. they try to create that same, same atmosphere. But of course, people are pretty reserved, right? So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't want to put themselves too much out there. But what I heard is, yeah, yeah you you just make eye contact with someone and then that's like okay let's dance <laughs> and and it's then, like i don't know i haven't watched uh saturday night what is it called Saturday night fever the movie okay um sorry yeah is that what it's called the with john travolta the famous movie with greece like, uh, greece but then i think it's called saturday night fever like uh, there's another movie i think you might like this okay uh where like it's about like dancing like i think he goes to, like in these nightclubs and mm-hmm. uh, but it's like one of those places you like make eye contact it's like you and then, <laughs> yeah you like, you're my person um and then yeah you dance yeah, yeah. so you gotta <laughs> take those dance classes you live downtown this, that's like... the other thing right like because i'm gonna disappoint a lot of people because i can dance <laughs> Some girl would be asking you to dance and you're like, yeah. no, 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 no. No, like I'm going to like break your toes by stepping on them. <laughs> oh, you have to constantly tell them, okay, to the right, to the left, back, back, yeah. forward. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, I'm going to get, well, you have to teach me. I think that's the thing. I don't have a teacher. So uh, if I have a teacher, then I'll, I'll get good at it. Let's go together and we can take lessons together. There you go. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's like lots of uh, lessons for tourists because it's such a oh, yes. yeah, yeah, well-known. Yeah, well, there's one famous place in Buenos Aires. I think I sent you their page called La Catedral mm-hmm. uh, where um, it's a very like hole in the wall. Like it's very, it's not a like when you walk in, you're going to be like, what is this place? <laughs> but then uh, it's like one of those places where they have dance lessons during the day and also at night. And then around 10 o'clock, they have this like uh, tango show, no, yeah yeah uh, demo or something demos or like people will come and dance um so it's a really cool place um definitely a place where you can learn how to dance mm-hmm. um if you want to like experience that definitely recommend okay yeah. well then you have to go <laughs> yeah i didn't go for the classes i do I, I went there just to see the dance but yeah i don't i didn't want to like embarrass myself trying to dance <laughs> that's why you need a little push Mm-hmm. like think of all the girls that you will meet that you don't have to talk to well i mean that's true <laughs> i could i i wouldn't be able to talk to them because i don't speak spanish <laughs> and it's it's gonna take way longer to master spanish than yeah. to dance so you yeah. might as well impress them with your dancing skills <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's gonna be my plan now <laughs> that's on our bucket list yes uh, 
Uh, and then, yeah, we have to take like cooking classes to see how yeah, they make, make steak. Yeah. <laughs> do, you to to, make, like, do you go right? to any like beaches or any uh, lazy days? I don't think I went. Yeah, I don't think I went to a beach. Definitely, yeah. It was just go, go, go for you. It was go, go, go. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a beach, but like in Montevideo, you can see like the the sea because it's right on the ocean. Yeah. Um, so I walked along this like uh, promenade that they have, yeah. which was beautiful, but it wasn't a beach. It's like very rocky. But yeah, that's one thing I missed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's same in Victoria, like the beaches are like all rock. So oh, okay. it's not like the one where you can lie down and yeah. relax. Yeah. That's that's what I like about Rio. Like the beaches are quite sandy. Uh, nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even that's in the yeah, in the middle of the city, you can still like catch a break. Like Copacabana is very famous. But yeah. There's like tons of other beaches you can just lie on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's perfect combo. You like sweat and learn dancing, and then you just go there to the beach and <laughs> cool down. But um, I, I imagine like at the beaches too, there's going to be like dancing if like there's like street music or street parties. Yeah tango on the beach yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be tango oh, no. i think there's like also like other styles like kizomba or something oh in brazil right like yeah in brazil yeah yeah. I think, yeah oh that should be good yeah can't <laughs> wait for our next trip <laughs> for your brazil trip what places are you planning to hit um yeah so i'm so i have a colleague who's brazilian so i'm like asking okay. her to like tips on where to go yeah um so, I mean, right now, I just have, like, Rio, definitely, and uh, Sao Paulo. Yeah. Um, and maybe, like, Bahia, um, like, Salvador and all those places are supposed to be, like, super, mm-hmm. like, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, do the, I'm probably going to do that as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not going to go too crazy because I feel like it's it's a big place. There's, yeah. There's, like, so much sure. to, like, see and do, right? So, got to yeah. be careful. As <laughs> not a careful, lot. Gotta, yeah, not to, like, yeah overwhelm yourself on your mm. first trip and there's it's a lot longer coastline too compared to argentina so oh yeah that is true right because yeah the yeah. north and the south yeah 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 and i mean both countries are super into soccer so yeah should avoid the world cup <laughs> so the, i think it might i don't know why like you i think you might have like a good time like just imagine like going to like a bar and then watching it with like you know, if you're in Brazil, surrounded by Brazilians, and you're watching the football World Cup, right? What if and, Brazil loses? Like, you know, like that's true. When, you what year laugh. was it where Brazil lost to Germany yeah. on their home soil or something? Mm. Can you imagine being in that place? Yeah. That would have been like, yeah, it was disappointing. <laughs> if I was German and I was in Brazil at that time, in, I, in like wearing the same like the German like outfit right like that's a good I'll probably way to like, like change my clothes immediately yeah. and put on a brazil shirt <laughs> just to be safe you know just to be safe well i went to a um a football game in milan and it was this one team called um atletica and the other one was ac milan which is like what i wanted to see mm-hmm. um but those two teams are like rivals but they're both from the same like region yeah. and and so I like showed up there early and I got like a scarf. So I was like wearing the AC Milan scarf and mm-hmm. I saw the match. And because the teams are like such big rivals, the police will let like one team leave the stadium. And then after a while, 
they'll let the other fans leave. Sorry, not oh, team okay. fans, right? So like match is over and then they'll let one group of fans, like oh. the AC Milan fans leave and then you get the I other see. fans. Other That way, like there's less wow. running into each other. <laughs> so I was, I mean, like, I don't like feel strongly about AC Milan, but like I was wearing the scarf and then I stayed there until the end and then I left with the crowd and then I didn't realize that the entire crowd, they were going to the car park and I took the metro. So, and I'm walking with them and then like I walked for like maybe 15 minutes before I realized, oh shit, like they're all going to like their cars, right? So I had to like turn back and then head back towards the stadium to go to the metro, which is on the other side. I and see. then while I was like heading back, all the Atletico fans are like heading that way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm going to get beat up. So I got the scarf, rolled it up and put it in my pocket. This <laughs> is like walk past the crowd <laughs> just sometimes you just gotta be safe you gotta be safe you can't take chances especially if like you're going to brazil and argentina let's say oh yeah definitely you gotta have two sets of scarves yeah. or shirts just in case yeah. <laughs> you can like blend in depending on what the situation yeah, like, is. oh no i'm not with them i'm with these guys <laughs> no no i love brazil i don't even know who's like a famous brazilian um uh, player pele pele is like the most famous player right. like, yeah so did you know about um before the current ronaldo there was a ronaldo who played for yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. guy with like the yeah so i know I, there's two ronaldos yeah yeah <laughs> so i know him he was pretty popular in sri lanka because uh after the 2000 was it 2000 or yeah 2002 world cup i believe um everyone in my school came to be came to class with that haircut like they shaved the head and you have this like one patch right oh i see it was what a, is his uh first name trying to find out i think it was if you type in like brazilian ronaldo he'll come up and you can see his photo like he probably has that haircut still ronaldo luis nazario de lima let me see i think yeah yeah with just like the top so just gotta like brush up on our football history a little bit yeah no that's it's a good plan <laughs> especially we come from like canada and like we don't have any good players so hopefully no one picks uh, up <laughs> picks us <laughs> well you can plead ignorance i was like oh, i don't know anyone like i don't want soccer and yeah. everyone's good you're our champions yeah. All right. Any like um, memories or anything you like really want Ooh. to remember from this trip? Um, I think in terms of memories. So I and one of the best memories is probably the wild karaoke night. Just pretty <laughs> amazing. Um, other than that, just like meeting people. Like I met a lot of like people. Like just even randomly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know sitting at a bar you, you'll talk to someone and then end up talking for like two hours um, so that's always like you know I'm I, a good uh, uh, a big part of traveling for me is meeting like interesting and new people mm-hmm. um, so um, that was really important like that yeah. I did that when I was there and I met yeah. a lot of people so it's yeah you're it's, so good at that like I keep seeing you <laughs> at bars with people and when I travel, I'm like mostly alone. I'm like, oh, how are you meeting these people? <laughs> it's so weird because I always like call myself an introvert. And like recently, one of my friends had to like sit me down and tell me like, no, you are actually an extrovert. Um, Do you know the definition of introvert? 
Well, I think it's a difference because like I live alone and I like to be alone. So I thought mm-hmm. that's like the definition of like being uh, an introvert. Where like I have friends who are like very loud, like my other friend, like who's who told me like, I thought she was an extrovert, but she's like, no, I don't like meeting new people. But she's like one of those people who's like always like just partying or like just, you know. Right. But only with like people she's comfortable with. Whereas you are very easy to make friends or like break the ice with people. (laughs) Especially like from different parts of the world too. That's something like some people have a hard time like opening up to. But every trip that I've seen you go on, it's like you meet (laughs) people are like oh who are you taking photos with <laughs> i didn't know you traveled with your friends <laughs> and yeah it turns out I, I think just... it's easy when you travel alone to meet people because you're always kind of um looking to make those connections right where like mm-hmm. if you travel with a partner or someone else or like a group mm-hmm. uh you tend to kind of stick to your own kind of yeah, that's group. True. yeah yeah that's why i don't like traveling with a group <laughs> yeah no i don't i hate it <laughs> Um, I don't care what you guys are doing. I'm on my own. Yeah. I was like, I could never. And it is because like some days you just want to like go out and do stuff. But some days you just want to like sleep in and not do anything. <laughs> Enjoy you know, the right? hotel room that you paid for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and you don't have to answer to anyone. Like no one's going to say, you came all the way here to like just sleep until noon. Like, exactly. yeah. That's what I want to do at this moment. <laughs> You don't have to justify anything. Yeah, you don't have to justify it. So that's like my favorite part about it. And then also meeting people, but also like being able to like switch that off. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you feel like going to a bar and having a drink by yourself or going to a restaurant, having a meal by yourself, you can just like decide to do it. And you don't have to like worry about And then at the same token, if you want to meet people, you can do the same thing as well, right? So go out and like meet whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was really fun. Thanks for letting me live through you. <laughs> yeah. No worries. And I'm, now I feel like I did go on that trip. <laughs> there you go. And then when you go there, you'll be like, oh my God, like it's exactly it's like deja vu. <laughs> yeah, it's deja vu. Like, I feel like I've been at this place before. I find the exact know. money exchange person that you yeah. dealt with. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You know, these people, they don't carry like business cards. So that's the. Unfortunately. <laughs> there's no way to contact them other than like going to like their specific spot in that yeah, yeah. piece of road right yeah um yeah but yeah but, you're gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah i hope so now i've learned so much more about what to prepare for it's yes. gonna be very different from like europe or asia so yeah oh yeah no, it'll, it. it'll be a very kind of uh, kind of a culture shock in a yeah. good way yeah <laughs>